0: Well, good evening, everybody. It is a perfect day for the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. I'm your host, Jimmy Palumbo, alongside my broadcast buddy for so many years, show number 88. Alongside with me, my partner in crime, my man behind the glass, Mr. Chris Gucci who looks smiling and happy and we all know why why is that chris why well, are you it feels happy? good
1: for the first time in over 5 weeks the packers got to experience a victory and of course this was a big one because it was over my business partner dave's yes. beloved dallas cowboys and you know right. bragging rights here at chop studios is that's always nice. you hold
0: them you hold them for one week but when i get to my stinks list later on in the show which well listen. i
1: i've i hold them until they play again well, and i don't my, i don't think think that's happening this year
0: so well listen my NFL Stinks List is be, is capturing the nation right now. That's how big it is. ESPN, Sirius Radio, everyone checking in on Jimmy Plumbo's Stinks List. But before we get to that, Chris, there's so this is an exciting show, Chris. Why is it exciting? Because number one, I have a new sponsor, which we'll bring talk about later on. That brings it to a total of four sponsors. And those of us checking at home of all the podcasts on the Chop Sport Network, who has four sponsors? I think I'm lone at the top. That's it. I'll talk about them later. Also, uh, what else am I going to say? We also have a special guest, Joe LaTrulio from Beer League and Brooklyn Nine-Nines coming in here at Shea. He's a Jet fan. I think he's a Met fan, too. He looks like a Met fan. Maybe he's a Yankee fan. I don't know. Uh, but he's going to be on the show talking all kinds of things, and we have a lot of tidbits there. And that's it. But let's get to show number 88, Chris. Show number 88. Now, I think there's a tons of guys here. And I think most Giant fans, they, they see the number 88, Chris. The first guy they think of is Hakeem Nicks, No doubt about it. Wide receiver, think of him. They think of Ike Hilliard. They just think of guys like this. Some of the older guys, they may go with Alan Page, Drew Pearson, Swanny, Lynn Swan. Uh, Jet fans, that give us to Al Toon. They talk about Al Toon. But for me, it's very personal. It's very personal, number 88. Because I'm going to go with a wide receiver from the football Giants. From 1980 to 81, number 88, Mike Freedy. Now, Mike Freedy only played about 23 games with the Giants. But you got to understand something. In 1980, the Giants averaged, I think, four yards passing per game. Okay? And in seven games, he caught 21 catches, diving over the middle, making great grab. People were just yelling, Freedy, Freedy. We thought he was like the second coming of Lin Swan. He hurt his leg, wasn't as good, played the next year, and he was out of the league. But Mike Freedy, to me, was you. But I got to share it. I got to share it with somebody else. I got to share it with another guy. It's personal. Number 88 for the football giants, Bobby Johnson, wide receiver. So two wide receivers. Bobby Johnson played in 84, 85, and 86. Made some big catches. But the main reason, my nephew was born. His name was Bobby. And for some reason, I started to call him Bobby Johnson. So I still call him Bobby Johnson. When I see him for the holidays, I shake his hand. What's up, Bobby Johnson? So I call him Bobby Johnson. Now, my buddy works for the Giants, and I actually got him an autograph, Bobby Johnson's autograph, and he's like down on his luck, Bobby Johnson, the real Bobby Johnson. and uh, But he signed it. It says, from Bobby Johnson to Bobby Johnson, which, again, I think it's the greatest gift ever from an uncle. So that is it. I go, I go with two guys, um, and that would be Mike Freedy and Bobby Johnson. Okay, so I'll
1: this? I'll touch on yours. Your, the the guy that you mentioned, Hakeem Nicks, um, probably one of the most frustrating plays that I've ever watched as a Packer fan was watching Hakeem Nix catch the hail mary before halftime in a playoff game with the Packers and the Giants, and it put the Giants up seventeen points, and it pretty much erased any hopes of a second half comeback. And that was the year the Packers went, I think, fifteen and one. They had the most points ever. So that was terrible. Thanks for bringing that up. Right. And um, I guess
0: name is Knicks and immediately makes me think of like the New York Knicks basketball. Yeah. He he was a a
1: Tar Heel. I've always followed North Carolina college football fairly closely for whatever reason. But uh, the guy that I'll talk about is people don't realize that he was actually a, a Packer. But you remember the tight end number 88, Keith Jackson. Keith oh, Jackson was the Eagles tight end for all yes, those years. He was right. a Pro Bowl. He went bowler. to the Packers. He went I to Green Bay that. on that 96 Super Bowl team and he got his ring there. That was there a, go. a loaded roster that people don't realize. Andre Risen was on that team and Keith yes, Jackson was yes, on that
0: indeed. team. Yes, indeed. All right. So Keith Jackson, Mike Freedy, and Bobby Johnson. All one, one player is awesome. And the other two guys are selling insurance in Idaho. But that's it. Now, I got to bring, normally we do our weight thing, My how fat I am. But we're not doing that. But it's still, I got to bring up my favorite sponsor of all time, Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732 326 3937. That's right. Craig and Jeanine Michaud, they own the place. They're fully family owned. Go see these people. They got prescription eyeglasses, eyewear. They got glasses for the kids. They got contacts. They go there, get an eye exam, the whole bit. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, the following glasses. Are available at Absolute Eyewear. Ray Ban, Coach Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Chu, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Oakley, not Charles Oakley. So that's it. $100 off. If you mention my show, go in there. And Chris, they're open five days a week. They're closed Sundays. Why? That would be
1: Football Giant Sundays.
0: And they're closed Wednesdays. Why? That would be softball Wednesdays. That's right. Softball Wednesdays for sure. And the best thing is their slogan, which they have not approved, when you leave absolute eyewear, you don't feel like a jerk off. I think that's the best slogan of any business of all time. How many times you leave a place, Chris, you just spent money and you feel like a jerk off. When you go to absolute eyewear, you don't feel like a jerk off. I'm wish i going to do the cable ads for them someday. That's it. So go check them out. That's it, absolute eyewear. They're my original sponsor, the best sponsor, and they rock. Go see Craig and Johnny. I really now,
1: should go see Craig and Johnny. In my eyes because you just,
0: can't see shit. I,
1: I, it's we've been. It's been a running joke, or not even a joke. It's like the fact. It's okay. but it's getting to the point now where I'm like, I'm that's starting, what to, to me. I'm starting to look like an old person, well, older than I am actually. You just call me old.
0: You just call me old. That's not no, no, no,
1: I I said I'm starting to. I didn't say I'm starting to look like you. Thank uh. God. Oh, um see that you like that? that that was a layup bro. that was a, that layup. Was a layup really was
0: really was layup. i know especially with the giants seven and two um i get you go go get your glasses will you please but it brings oh, me up God. i gotta mention though chris big new this is this show is loaded with big news here at shay um i now have from 14 patreon to 15 patreon we are now the thurman munson's of patreon and you know why chris And there's controversy here. This is a controversial show. (coughs) Number 15. I won't say it. I'll wait till the end. Ready? Here we go. I have Alex Stetsena, my sister, Mary Eileen. Mike Demosi from Colonia High. Eileen Palumbo, my mother. I have Joe Palumbo, my cousin, Rob Pastor, an old Kappa Sig buddy from the Scarlet Knights Directors. James Kanowitz, my website guy who you can never get in touch with. My nephews, Jimmy and John Henry Riccardi and Eric Palumbo, who's getting married. Uh, next year Michael Caprio my second second baseman my brother Frank who is heavily involved with my uh, uh, Patreon a little bit more than the tears as they say Daryl Clark a guy I met online beer league fan and that has some news coming up as well he's involved down there in uh, Louisiana and number 15 number 15 here at Shea Michael Shecky Lawler coming in at number 15 now listen he argued with me online. I had the Dolphins as being shitty. I mean, stinks. <laughs> only the – only the, there's only – I might some change it to shitty list. I don't know, but stinks sounds better. He argued with me, and I said, okay, let me watch a few more games. And I said, listen, if, if I upgrade him to, you know, average or good or whatever, you know, you got to go to Patreon. He did. He put his money where his mouth is. Some people say I bought my Patreon there, Chris. I don't know how you feel about that, but the Dolphins have been playing good ball, and we're going to talk about that later on those are my Patreon. please go on to uh, Instagram and Facebook and all this LinkedIn and go and click uh, I love you, subscribe. blah blah blah. We got a ton of people here uh, hanging out in my little chat room here. My buddy Roger Mayer's getting involved in all this different stuff, which is cool. Um, so that's that. Now big stand-up show coming up. March 10th and 11th from downtown. Avenel, New Jersey. Once you made it in Avenel, I mean, it's like the song says, it's up to you, Avenel. Avenel. Um, the uh, March 10th and 11th at the Avenel Performing Arts Center, come see me. It's going to be like a colonial reunion with everybody getting involved. It's going to be a good time. I also booked a gig on January 14th at the Ocean View Restaurant in Seaside with Ryan Mayer, another comic I've known for years. So I'll be doing more stand up. And that's it. But but and before we get to our guest, I have to make another announcement, Chris. Fans are going crazy here, Jay. Our new, my new sponsor. They are ChasingMiracles.com. You got to check out this website. You got to talk to Donna and Tommy. These are good people. They're fun people. They're very inspirational. They love life. They've been through some crazy stuff in their lives. Once you talk to these people, you're going to love them. But they are um, involved with hydration water packs, which deliver over 70 trace minerals into your water, increased strength, stamina, overall good health. I She sent me a pack in the mail along with the check. God bless America. And I started – I used to take these things years ago. I'm doing it again now. It's really easy. you got to go to the website, talk to them. They'll explain everything. Um, it's easy to use. All you do is take this little pack. You put it in your water, shake it around, drink it. gives you minerals um, – Alkaline factors, pH balance, and all that. It's really cool. Chasingmiracles.com. I didn't get the full copy of the script and doing the ad. So as I was weeks just go about right, because
1: this is something that I'm almost not, I'm not almost, I am interested in because you'll you,
0: know, you love this stuff. You'll love yeah. this stuff.
1: So and I was about to I was about to ask you a ton more questions. And no, no, I, I, I listen. I wait. don't have I don't
0: have all the information as time goes on. So chasing miracles. Dot do com. Chasing, chasing Mir- that's miracles. All you gotta know. Chasing dot com. It's Donna and Tommy Weber. Go check them out and talk. I think you can send them an email. There's all kinds of information on it. And uh, that's it. And you will be hearing from them when you contact them. ChasingMiracles.com, hydration and water packs, new sponsor. So my sponsors are Absolute Eyewear, Chasing Miracles, CornholeLevel.com, and of course, the Pine Tar Bar and Grill down in Fork and River, which you'll hear about them. But before we get to all of that, it's time. Okay, first of all, I got to bring, before I click on the thing, I have a great guest here, and here's why. Number one, he was in the movie Beer League, and I don't give a shit what he talks about all his credits. His best work was in the movie Beer League. I'm convinced of that. Fans scoring at home are convinced that. He played the character Dave, which is the one who never got a hit, and pukes all over the place and uh, having trouble at home. This guy, Joe, hey, Joe LaTrulio. Let me tell you, he's been on 140 different TV and film credits, which is more than me, but he's been on big shows. Number one, Dave and Beer League. He played Charles Boyle in nine seasons, or maybe it's 10 seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You guys will know him from that. You're also going to know him from Reno 911, where he played Deputy Frank Rizzo who worked, he also worked with Mary Birdsong on that show. He was in Super, super bad. And he was in, so many credits here. I mean, he was in movies called Here A While and About Last Night, did the voice for Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, he was in Pineapple Express. He was in all the Reno 911 movies, a movie called The Ten, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. And it goes on and on and on. And also he was in a sketch group called The State, um, and this year, he's director, writer, producer of a movie, a horror film called Outpost. He didn't cast me. We're going to discuss that immediately. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring to the Jimmy Plumbo show for the first time here at Shea, your friend and mine, Mr. Joe LaTrulio. Joe, Jimmy! how are we doing? Uh, we're great, man. We're great. Now, what was it
2: that made you think I look like a Met fan? Was it the giant baseball I have for a head? Was it I, just the fact that I, well, you know. Jet,
0: yeah, you mentioned that you're a Jet fan. Jet Jet which is great. Too, yeah. I love that for Chop Sports. So they realize that there's more Jet and Giant fans than are Packer and Cowboy fans. Um, that's probably well, there's true. I'm definitely I'm, not. I'm, it's definitely true. In, in New Jersey, it is. Okay. Um, So wait, Joe, you're a Jet fan, yeah. which you're enjoying this yeah. season, right? And you're also are you are you a Met or Yankee fan? I'm a Met fan. I'm okay, a Met so fan. Okay, so you're a Mets and yeah, Jets. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that Mets usually when you're a Jet fan, you're usually a Met fan. That's how it usually goes. you
2: got. They go hand in hand.
0: Right. And you had a great yeah. season up until, you know, towards the end there. Then it got, got shitty yeah. at the end. Yeah, but where we you got Buck Showalter yeah. you got a good, you got all kinds right. of good things going on there, but enough about the Mets cause they don't care about yeah. us. Um, no. So like Joe, what are you, what's going on? That, let's talk about, first of all, before we get to the other stuff, this new movie Outpost, you wrote, directed it. That's it's crazy. Yeah, man, I man, I've been a horror like fanatic
2: since I was a kid before comedy. And I've been wanting to do a horror movie for a long time. So after, Brooklyn ended, I'm like, this is a good time to really, you know, have a, you know, a little bit of money saved up, and uh, I want to work with my wife, Beth Dover, who's a terrific actor as well, and I said, let's uh, We're going to
0: get to you. We're going to get to your wife in a little bit, Joe. Don't worry.
2: Whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. What's, what you mean? <laughs> All good. What All are we good, talking though. about? All good. All good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did this uh, movie last uh, couple summers ago, and so we wrapped that up and uh, just premiered at Fright Fest in London, and went great, so excited, excited to get it out there.
1: That's
0: now someone's awesome. got to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's that's always. But a that's horror film, I'm sure something something will go with it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How was it directing for the first time? Working with the actors, that must have been I, weird. I, I love.
2: I, no, I loved it. I mean, I loved it because I wasn't in the movie. Like, uh, and so it made things a lot easier to uh, to handle. We were in Idaho. Right. We were up in. Uh, we we shot the movies about a woman who um, starts to lose her mind in a fire tower on a mountain. So we shot on this mountain in Idaho. And uh, it was it was a blast. We had a lot of good people there. Brought some people from LA, but used a lot of locals there, and they were terrific. Um, That's awesome. It was difficult, you know. We were up. We were shooting at sixty three hundred feet, so that presented its own logistical challenges. But uh, we had a great crew, and um, I loved it. I'd love to
0: do it again. As now, long Sam, as not acting in it at the same time. It's I like it. Well, sadly, I, I must have been unavailable for that film shoot. I can't. Yeah. I, I'm getting texts now saying, "Jimmy, were you unavailable those six weeks yeah. in Idaho?" Yeah. I don't yeah, know if my, I was. Maybe I was at a Rutgers game and I missed. I think the call. you're at a Rutgers
2: game. That's right. Okay. That's okay. right. Okay, I think I think you know. Uh, you know what? It was a small movie, Jimmy. Small cast, handful. It was a five-hander. It was a five-hander. You see that?
0: Yeah. I, are you trying to tell? You, you just told everyone that you can't afford me. Is that what you say? Is that what you're telling That's what everyone? I'm Listen, well, your listen, your
2: quote is out of hand. Your quote is out of hand nowadays, listen, even for indie I, movies.
0: I Before I throw you under the bus with that, I have to mention that uh, he was also in, Joe really got his start back in the day with a sketch group, as I did, uh sketch group called The State, which is on MTV. MTV, yeah. Um, and it's funny that the state had Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter, Thomas Lennon, Ken Marino, Kerry Kenny, David Wayne. I, I was he, he wrote he wrote yeah. as well a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And you guys yeah. were like, we had just started doing sketch. You guys were already on the air. And the funny yeah. thing is, half of the half of that cast is like rep by the same managers, me and all this stuff. Yeah. And they're right. all right. They're all writing, producing, and directing. That's but right. Not one of them. Old Jimmy Palumbo, the veteran right-hander who can give you innings in Idaho. I can go five and a third on getaway day on Thursday. Nobody, I mean, these guys, Michael Showalter directs a movie a year, nothing. I will reach out to him. Now, I do contact these guys every and I see Listen, he's
2: them. the guy that you got to talk about in terms of, you know, he's an uh, Academy Award nominated director now. Yes, you know,
0: that's... he's big time. And you think yeah. I'd get a, you know, just a little, maybe a role as a guy like a doorman, a little doorman role, make a day's pay. But no, but no, even Ken Marino, I used to drink with Ken Marino. And now I, I got it. Well, let's talk about your wife for a second. So I did the ultimate sure. asshole thing. I Google you. I'm like, I'd find out a little bit about Joe, maybe something I don't know. And sure. it's one of the one of the stupid websites I went to whatever it just said, and you know right. Joe's married to an actress. They live in L.A. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's going on? Who's he married to? Someone I know? It's just some actress years ago, and she had a baby. I'm thinking all that stuff, right? I was thinking yeah. all the wrong things. And then I find out you're married to uh, Beth Dover. Am I getting everything Correct. right there? Okay. Correct. Now, yes. Correct. Those of you scoring at home, she played. I believe her name was Miss uh, Ferguson. Linda Ferguson.
2: Linda from Purchasing. Linda Ferguson
0: on Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And she was on, oh man, maybe 20 episodes or something like that for four seasons. She played a hottie who was a great character. I loved her character. She was such like a, she was cool, but she was a prick and she was a slut, but not really. The whole thing, I I almost looked it up. I was like totally like (laughs) Why, why is Joe on my show? I should have his wife once again, I have to fire my my producer, Chris. You're almost fired again. We his wife is awesome. is the second so,
1: time in a week that I've been I, fired yet. I'm still I, sitting here. I, go know, I still
0: I fire Chris every two weeks. But the oh, bottom line, is your you wife know. is awesome. She was wonderful in that movie, man. I mean that well,
2: I, I I will pass that along. You could tell her when you bring her on the show. You've just made her. yeah, you know, she's you're now her number one fan. With, ah, there with you an go go like that. Forget it. If She's she were to do a movie, she would cast you in a movie now.
0: There, there, you know? Absolutely. Well, no, no. Actually, probably she won't because nobody from affiliated with the state ever cast Jimmy Palumbo. As a matter of fact, <laughs> when you guys do your reunion sketch I mean, show, it's gonna it's gonna be called instead of the state. It's gonna be called. Yeah. We don't cast Jimmy Palumbo no, sketch group. No Palumbo. No Palumbo. <laughs> okay. The No now,
2: Palumbo Club. Have you been on Reno nine one one? You've been on Reno nine one one. No, I haven't.
0: I get haven't. out of here! I know. I know See that? that? I got. I'm with, that's Come because on. I'm with, I got bad management. I'm out with three arts like you and Dominic Lombardozzi. Stars over there. <laughs> uh, no, I've never been on that show. It's a great show too. Uh, it's funny. Uh, we'll get to Brooklyn nine nine, which is a re- was a really nice break for you, and you're really good on that show. Last time I so before Beer League, no, was it might have been after Beer League. We we I was living in L A. And I met you out at that famous bar in LA residuals where oh, on the wa- on the goodness. walls, Chris, you would love this place on the uh, walls is residual checks that are for a penny, a dime, zero. And if you get, you got a free well, drink. you, used you to, do what? Yeah. You used to get a free drink. They don't do that anymore. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, but no. you walk around and see all these bad actors checks. Some even know you're like, Oh my God, a Peter Boyle's check is on there. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so me and, uh, yeah. me and Joe went for a beer. We probably discussed beer league. Maybe it must've been after. I'm beer sure. League. And, yeah. uh, uh, not, not that we were down our luck. We were just having a couple beers, and we were like, oh, "Yeah, uh, when's you, when's going to be your next gig?" And and I remember we yeah. you were just like, yeah, "I know." Do you remember us drinking at the bar that yeah, night? Yeah, I was not.
2: You know, yeah, we were we were kind of just talking about how uh, when are we going to get the break, this and that, you know. And, uh,
0: and you yeah, know, huh? I
2: was ready to throw in a towel. Like, you yeah, know, you I were was, like, uh, I, was, I had a cloud over me. For yeah, sure. I was, yeah.
0: Uh, about to, but see, I'm fortunate your cloud went away. <laughs> I am, I'm in the heavens here. Um, but the thing, the other thing was, of course, nobody, you probably don't know this. But uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, Jimmy Palumbo yeah. auditioned for that. Okay, I I, I might have came in as like the three seed, bro. I came in, I was what? like, I was Are like North mean? Carolina. You were like a Beth uh, a Cookman, and all of a sudden, Joe LaTrullio <laughs> La just took me to the hole, lit me oh, up for my. forty-one points, fifteen rebounds, smoked Jimmy Palumbo. It's I so came in resting right on there. my laurels. Oh, my of course, he, anybody who bet God. on it knew Jimmy did not play well in his conference tournament. I, I, Chris picked I, I, it up right away. And I Joe came no in idea. and blew me. Yeah. Oh but
2: man. I was
0: listen, I, I that was right, that was right at the turning point when I actually enjoyed I, I, I was totally rooting for anybody I knew because then you felt, hey, oh, if I can cool, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. So tell us about Brooklyn 99. I'm doing all the talking here. I'm gonna catch uh, you. No,
2: here. no. I mean, look, that was like you were saying, it was a it was one of those amazing opportunities that uh came after, you know, a, you know, a few I just wasn't feeling it anymore. And I was getting tired of it. You know, I'd, I'd been told, you know, all you need is kind of one break in a movie. And I felt like it did that with super bad. And I love you, man. And like, I just, I kept hearing all this stuff that was supposed to break. And, you know, I got impatient and I'm like, I'm done. And then here was this opportunity. And, and, you know, I I wasn't even going to go in for the show. I don't want to audition anymore. A lot of garbage and ego crap like that. And, And so I went in and then, you know, the rest, you know, the rest was history. And, you know, it just goes to show you. Just kind of, just, sh- just show up,
0: shut your mouth, and sh- and show right. up. You know. And you even so, got you got some breaks within a break, like the show for it, w- it was do did well for a while, and it almost got yeah. picked up, and didn't get picked up, and so it was always like, and yet it went on and on and on. Which is yeah, awesome. and then it, it moved networks.
2: We thought we had uh we were kind of canceled, and then uh, and then we got picked up again. It was really one of these paths that you it doesn't happen often. It doesn't so happen. I don't think it, it happens
0: just, since really. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think scrubs, I think scrubs jumped networks and maybe a, a couple other shows, but right. I, I mean, we were thrilled, you know, and that, and that's honestly, great. and it, you know, not to kiss ass, but like, I will, I mean, it really was the fans just raised some, uh, you know, in social media, they just went nuts. Yep. And I think I they had that. a lot, of, a lot to do with, with that. So I that's great. That.
0: That's just Another great. Yeah um it's funny when you used to back it so me and uh, me and joe were in the uh, sketch comedy world in the late 80s early 90s and one of the things that i'm about to tell you something and it's it's only it's something that happened like with me and you but uh, you didn't know it was happening we used yeah. to do shows at that crazy ass place on lafayette street downstairs you remember that Oh, that was that in the corner that
2: you, go, you had oh, to go down. Some, yeah. Um, yeah. Wasn't uh, that, that was, uh, uh was where we, they did Stella where, uh, yeah. uh Wayne and show alter and black. Yeah. Stella was called so, the Fez. Wasn't it the Fez Fez? Yeah. That was the name yeah.
0: on Lafayette street. And yeah, I, we were doing live on tape at the time we had, um, we had already shot our show. So we were kind of hot. You guys were all becoming stars on your own, right? From the state, even though the state hadn't right. been on in a little bit. And yeah. we would do, they would do these sketch nights, with stand-up and guys like louis ck like and it wasn't the louis ck we know now yeah. he was like a he wasn't that long in the business of stand-up, and he was just right. phenomenal and you guys yeah. would always do these sketches and one of the things i always prided myself when i was on live on tape even if you only have like one or two lines in a sketch if you could come yeah. in and hit the three-pointer when they kick yes. it out of you yes. yes so i i cannot tell you how many times that when we did shows there they would, you know, Showalter and Wayne would be doing stuff yeah. and blah, blah. And all of a sudden you would come in off the side and come in and just, and just hit a, like three quick threes, like back, 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 <laughs> And then and I would be like, I would, I looked at this like, I want to be Joe Latrulio when I grow up. I was like, oh, dude, so I, I, those are
2: the best. And by the way, I've made a career out of doing that by the way, you know? So you, you know, like whether it's like scenes in super bad, even on Brooklyn as Charles Boyle, you know, I'm coming in and, 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 you know, doing these great little jokes and then I'm gone. Like that seems to be my though. forte, you know, in, at Fez. So I did this, uh, character called Joey Adams, remember the New York post yeah, 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 with yeah. Joey Adams. And so, you know, and that, that was a character that we created where I just was like this, hey, he would talk like this and he just had terrible jokes, you know, and, and went on great. and on. And that was just a big hit. So like, no, and the funny thing about that is terrible jokes. And then in between he would do this like absurd kind of nonsense. So he'd do a terrible joke. and like, Whoa, I'm a Redwood. You can't knock me down. You know, like just <laughs> regardless <laughs> nonsense, you know, and, and, and it just hit, you know, it, it it's worked great. Out. I loved it. I love no, it. No,
0: There was one show in particular and I laughed. I, I never forget me and Arnie were hanging out in the back and, you got on stage and you didn't say anything yet, but everybody knew like he's about to interject a non sequitur funny thing into this night. <laughs> and then, oh, like, man. you did, it was great. I was like, oh my God, that guy. I didn't really know you that well at the time. And what then, did, we, I mean, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, that was, we, we got to know each other a little bit better as we shot the uh, world famous best comedy of all time, Artie Lang's Beer League.
2: Let now. me tell you something. Let me tell you before you go off. I just because this is the truth. This is the truth. I love Beer League, and Beer League is special to me for many reasons. One, I think the movie is just funny and apologetic and old school, and it's it's not politically politically correct, and you just come out with some of these. It's I love the movie, but then also, Beer League was like the first project that I got that was separate from the state or separate from right, the, you right. know, the, the group of guys, and and I felt like that was something I needed time sure sure just, you know like I, I could i could do it on my own and and then to have you and artie and artie was an incredible sweetheart uh, and i i know he would hate me using that word um no it's but true artie, like people think so Artie's generous. this raw guy but he's not no 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 and i remember getting on set uh, like i first got there and you know we had we had a low budget you know we were right. just, you know it wasn't a lot of and, and like my chair or my dressing area was like, behind like some yeah, partitions country, or whatever. I didn't, I did not give a shit at all. And, and, and Artie's like, uh, he's like, I'm so sorry. You know, we have. I'm like, Artie, what are we talking about? It's like an independent movie. He's like, listen, you can hang out in my trailer. I'm like, that's your trailer. Relax. He yeah, yeah, was so super, super generous. And, and the other thing I'll say is so then we go to the um Vegas uh film festival and, um, Oh, Seymour Cassells out of control. That's a whole other thing. And right. but, 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 but Artie, my parents come, right. And he did this thing. I'll never forget it. And my parents come into the room and he says, Are you guys having a good time, Mr. And Mrs. Lachulio. And this is a, this is a 40 year old man. And like, I mean, it, I loved it. Just to kind right. of respect the old school, you always called your friends, parents, but the Mr. Last name, like, and right, I never right. forgot it. And it was That's just awesome. the best. It was just the best.
0: That's good. We had a, Vegas was a good time. Uh I remember, you know, I wasn't involved. I was involved. I, I was like a little bit involved in the producing a beer league because you know, I was. Uh, we did the short game day, and right. um I remember, you know, talking to Frank, the director, and they were going through different names and blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, you know, who's going to play this guy? And it, you know, all of a sudden it was like Joe LaTrulio so? and I was like, Joe, oh you, you got to get Joe. You got to get him. I was so excited, but I didn't, I had no skin in the oh, game, but I was like, you got to get Joe awesome. in this movie. And I remember you, you laugh about the trailer. The first day on set at the, at the field, I had a, a, a trailer, right? Yeah. The second day they had, whenever they have tons of actors, they got to move stuff around. So a producer comes over to me. He goes, Jimmy, Jimmy, you got to go in in the lunchroom with everybody else. So I went from having a nice trailer, feeling like ah, oh, I'm a lead in a movie. Look how good I am to like sitting there in yeah. front of the you know in front of the, <laughs> the, the the extras and the caterer. The caterer had to yeah. move my curtain out of the way to get like the pasta yeah. through. I was like, yes. yes, I have not arrived. I have not. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember. You remember how hot it was?
1: Oh um, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Hundred yeah.
0: degrees is the hottest. Yeah, uh, three weeks on record at the time in new jersey That's right That's
1: and right. you remember that
0: car scene now where were you in that car scene when we all fall out were you in the trunk i was in the trunk so i wanted. I never... they were doing like a tracking shot frank's doing a tracking
2: shot i'm like if you if you go across you get people coming out of the you know the the door the car door and then if you keep going maybe i could pop the trunk and fall out and right. i i can't even remember if that if
0: i remember i was so it. there were so many guys in the car and i get a little claustrophobic and all i kept yeah. thinking was i could I would have said no to Frank, me getting... I don't know how you did that, because <laughs> you, yeah. you come oh, out of the... I was like... And it was hot, so the car was hot, and yeah. every, all the actors knew. Remember, it was like, there's nothing we could do. We had to get the shot. Yeah. And that that yeah. was it. We were just praying, please get the lighting right. Please get it right, you know? Dude, uh, I
2: had a great time on that shoot. As, as tough as it was, I mean... I, you had so many great people, so many great people in that in that in that movie. It I remember Ralph, um, Ralph
0: Macho uh, who hadn't done shit. Now he's big on Cobra Kai, but he hadn't done much uh, before that. So that was kind of yeah.
2: I mean, that was a thrill for me, um, having you know, joined jumped in the martial arts at uh, twelve because of him. I, I right. let him know about it, and he was very sweet about great guy. listening to me rattle off, you know. And uh, but shooting that movie, like I remember, like the uh, uh, that finale scene. Um, and all the puking, and I remember oh. how much I, I was excited about. How long can I hold this puke in my mouth and make it look like <laughs> I don't have puke in my mouth? Right, right, right. Until so we're halfway through the shot, and then I'm going to
0: shoot it out. And right. uh, you know, for 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 those of you don't know, uh, Beerly, if you don't remember the scene, he he, his character Dave is always drunk, and he pukes. And so now I'm um, now, now here's where my questions are
1: starting to come in. So you you have <laughs> yeah. to hold puke in your mouth, like, yeah. Did it have a taste?
0: Yeah, it was.
2: It, yeah, oatmeal and apples. Yeah, exactly. It was, something. Something. Exactly right. it was All
1: right, oatmeal, so they put apples, actual real food. food. It's not. Yeah, it's he could What did
0: they think they? The what did you I think didn't they know, put real Jimmy, puke? I in did his not. Mouth?
1: I did not think that they put real puke. I just didn't know if there's there's some kind of special thing that they no, have. Listen, that they I mean, have I, just puke like a corn syrup for blood or whatever they do. Joe,
0: I've worked with Robert De Niro, and he pukes when the director says puke. There's no, there's no <laughs> fake. Puke. No, they gave him a puke. But I gotta be honest with you. I remember the guy mixing it up. And you would put yeah. it in your mouth. And even though it's yeah. not puke, you yeah. still go like, I don't see like, you. you, you had were like, gag reflex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though you're I like, oh, a... it's apples, it's apples. Room it's like, temperature, yeah. oatmeal. But the best, yeah. the best, the best, the best, you had a one, the best thing was that mm. you did like, you puke like I think two or three times. And yeah. then you think it was over. And then it was this extra, I guess you must have kept a little in your mouth. I kept a little. Because it was like this third, it was like a delayed. And the third yeah. one gets a huge look, It's like, oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> Because also, I think, like, I'm in
2: the frame the whole time. Like, I puke, I puke, and then there's some characters talking, and then the button is, like, me puking again. But, you know, I, you don't see me put anything in my mouth,
1: so I'm just <laughs> holding it for a while. Oh,
0: that's uh, great. Fun, also, you have, I, the great, you have a great line in there when the ball comes in and you stop it with your foot. You're like, cut off. Cut off, man. <laughs> cut off. And then <laughs> uh, the fact that we argued that you should never get a hit ever, uh, but right. it, but the only hit the first hit you get is from the pitching machine where you're holding oh, a right. uh, you're holding <laughs> right, a large right. dildo, yeah. if I could say this yeah. on the air, and you, yeah. you hit like a frozen yeah. rope with the paint. Yeah, the pitching machine showed you no yeah. respect with an inside cutter and you just <laughs> yeah. roped it down the line. Yeah, I roped it.
2: Although I have to say I'm glad that you gave Dave a hit. Like in the final game, he does he does get one, doesn't he? He gets like, it. I uh, think he does, he gets, yeah. He, he does get one, and it was it was kind right. of satisfying because you're like, he's not going to
0: get it. it no, it's so uh, yeah. And
2: also, it sets up Artie's line, which is hilarious. It's like, holy shit, they've got it. hit. That's it. And remember, how about
0: when you're batting, Brad? He's like, hey, Dave, are you a lefty? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, right. and, uh And another funny thing was when, the, the scene when you're up, Artie and I, I'm the umpire, and Artie's catching the pitching machine. And, yeah. uh... I just looked at Artie. I'm staring down a, uh, uh, I'm staring down someone's Broadway. And I looked yeah. at Artie. I was like, Artie, I whispered in his ear. I'm like, can you believe we're shooting a movie about softball? And look, <laughs> I was, like, I tried to tell him like, look yeah. at what we're doing right now. <laughs> You're up there with this huge yeah. dildo. It's like, it's this hilarious is what what we do. Is one of those moments. Uh, do you remember yeah. the, the pitching machine, um, who I've been in contact sure. with later. I've been in contact with tease, tease. Um, how she walked around the set with uh with her with her bottoms off, like uh yep. like she walked around naked. And I I I told this on the air before when someone's walking around naked, no matter how some girls were upset she was doing it, but she wanted to ease everybody's mind because she didn't know what she was going to be shooting. There right. was no cameras on yet. No. And no matter when someone walks by you naked, no matter how much you don't want to look. It's like one of those Star Trek episodes. You end up, I couldn't stop yeah. looking at her. And one of the girls who was angry, I caught her looking. I was like, You can't stop looking at her. <laughs> you can't stop looking. It was just a bizarre uh, thing to have on the set. Uh, it was a pitching shoot. machine. It was a lot of fun. It was a very strange
2: shoot, but fun. Yeah. That,
0: uh, so, yeah. Um, well, that's Dave from Beer League, of course. Um, First of all, now you're living in LA. You've been living in LA the whole time. What what uh yeah. what's going no, on? No, not there? the
2: whole time, but we're now getting to that point where
0: You wanna you get know, out. I was born
2: in Queens and then I went down to Florida and grew up down there, but then shot back up to New York for college, and then I was there for 17 years. So then I come out here and now I'm I'm approaching the seventeen year mark. Wow. And so now we got you know, and so uh you know, my parents are out here now, so we're gonna which oh, is great. great. Uh we have a six year old and and they're here and so you Know Beth and I talk about going back to New York at some point, we'd like to, but it won't be for a while. But yeah, I've been out here 17 years now.
0: Wow, so you got your parents out there now. What part yeah. of LA do you live in? What, what like, well, I'm in like
2: uh, Northeast uh, Glendale, I'm in like Glendale,
0: okay, okay, yeah, I know yeah. that really. I was in was uh, nice. I was in like uh, Studio City, North Hollywood area there, yeah, yeah, um, near
2: residuals. that so you were right near Residual.
0: And uh, <laughs> have you ever been to the Fox Fire, which is my favorite bar there? Fox Fire. No who it in magnolia a little shout out to the foxfire chris if you, i ever get you out to la you'll come in here you'll walk into this bar and go i'm home it's no windows there's no light it's got the red leather on the seats and everything it's like 1971 and anybody to me it's like a twilight zone episode you walk in guys walked in there in 1971 to get a pack of cigarettes and they never left they're still there. They yeah. can't, like, it's a, you can't escape. It's, can those it's called Fox. It's called Foxfire. Okay. Foxfire. Yeah. It's on Witsit Magnolia. Um, So you got it. You got it. You yeah. got a daughter. She's six. No, no. Uh, you got a son.
2: Yeah. A son. A yeah. son? A okay. Son, Eli. Yeah. And he's, uh, it's nice. That's- I got a. He's, he's in a baseball and uh soccer and, um, and chess. He's, he's uh, across the board. He's hitting all the marks. So.
0: Oh, that's um, great. A- yeah. Yeah. And, uh, how is it, how is it being a dad? What's, uh, that's, you
2: know, I, I love it now. It was tough at first, you know, it's a readjustment, but, um, you know, you learn, you hear this all the time, but you know, you just learn more about yourself as soon as you become a parent. Like it's really, you're really like, they, you're not really teaching your kid. You're kind of learn, re teaching yourself how to be a person. You know, you got to dig deep like, Oh, this is my hand. Oh, uh, you know, I have a daughter, uh, I have a daughter, she's
0: 13 and I just, um, You know, it it, it's just the greatest thing. It really is. Yeah, um, to be a parent and stuff like that. Now, I also noticed. I love it. How how is your balance? I want to ask you this. You've been doing this a long time. You've had some success for sure. Some big, big home runs you hit in big spots. You also had some down years, and we've talked about that. How how are you doing with the whole balance of? Wife, family, kid, work. How is that all? Is that, is that something that you constantly working on or what's happening?
2: Yeah, there? I mean, uh, yeah, we, we do it pretty well. I mean, Beth and I, it's, uh, you know, we, we have our ups and downs in terms of our, you know, work and career. But it's uh, luckily after Brooklyn, you know, I've I've had some time off. I worked on the movie for a bit um, doing, you know, doing some writing, but the balance, you know, the balance has been nice. Like right. luckily so far, it hasn't been where we're both, you know, so busy that, you know, we're neglecting, you know, the, the rest of our home life. So, right. so far it's been, it's been all right. And, you know, that was another reason I wanted to work with Beth on the movie is because I knew, you know, we'd be, we'd be in it together, you know, and great. So now that that's, that's, that's done. Yeah, now that that's done, you know, we we have some time to kind of do some our separate some separate projects which we're working on. Right, which
0: is great. And when I when I have Beth on the show someday, she'll have a whole different take on the whole thing. So oh yeah, oh yeah. She's gonna be like, oh, he cast me in this movie. I had to go with him for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you, like a lot
2: of people when when they found out we were doing it, they're like aren't you worried about your marriage? Is that going to survive? <laughs> independent filmmaking already is hell. And now you're going to put your marriage in that? And That's I'm like, I got, you know, we got to do it. I think what helped was uh, we we um, we stayed in separate rooms in Idaho. Honestly, we're like, we just, and I think that kind of saved the marriage. Like I went, you know, as a director, it, you know, i got it, my it, space. And, and for those of you who don't
0: know, there. like when you're directing an independent feature, the director yeah. is... It's twenty four hours a day. Well, first of all, three months before you have no life. During the shooting, yeah. every question goes through you. It's like you're the yeah. you're the head coach, GM, owner. Every yeah. Hey, should I wear this shirt? Uh, yes. Like <laughs> goes
2: right, right, yeah.
0: It's uh. That's it's exactly
2: a, right. That's exactly
0: that's a, right. A lot of crazy time. Now I see you're uh, involved with a project called Little Green Men. Now, uh, oh. is that? oh my goodness,
2: I well, came up no, I it. on it. They came I up saw- on. IMD. You can't trust that all the time. So I didn't. I wasn't a- sure.
0: I just thought since you're a Jet fan, maybe if they lose in the oh, playoffs, oh, the project's called Little Green Men. Be good. Um, but also, I'm half was- Irish. I can I can make myself little, and I can make myself green like the way you puked that, in beer that, I can make myself green. green. green and you if you say in. you say action, Jimmy. Become little and green, instant man. I just uh, I went to I went to uh, a HB Studios had a class called How to Become a Little Green Man, little and green I took man. that class. Wait, have we
2: talked about our Irish Italian uh, background? I don't think so. So yeah. I you
0: obviously, saying Your, yeah. mom, your mom's yeah. Irish.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mom's Irish uh, from Cork. I'm an Irish citizen. I got dual citizenship. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: So, yeah, oh, so yeah. Your, your so, mother, um, your mother's the real, the real. And your dad's from Italy or no? My
2: my dad is. Uh, they were both born in Brooklyn. My mom's father was born in Cork. Was born in Ireland. My okay. dad's. Uh, my dad's grandmother was born in Ischia, Italy, and um. And his uh, his grandfather was born in Sicily, yeah.
0: I have one of my great great grandparents, I forget, I think it's great grandparents. It was born, one of them was born in Balik, and the other one was uh, County Cork, uh, for sure. Uh, one of the ah, so Cork, nice. Cork okay. is in my heritage, and my dad's side know. is like central Italy, um, uh, Campobasso area. Um, so Wait, yeah, maybe it's, we're, we're related, we're with, you it's know, it. Cork, it's you it. know, it's it. So maybe when doing? they send when they send residual check from Brooklyn Nine Nine, it'll it. I think some of them should just go to me right. and be like, right. oh, it's, it's oh, Jimmy got it. That's cool. That's Jimmy cool. got it. That's cool. fine. It's all the same. They're in the same clan. You know? So besides uh, uh walking around and trying to uh, sell your yeah. your your horror film. What, yeah. um, I guess you're not involved with Little Green Men. That was the IMDb. Nonsense, no, no, Little but...
2: Green Men is a, a script that I wrote and uh, on worked on with another producer that may come back. Um, that was just it's on the back burner that uh, it, you know, it's a fun little script. About and what some, are uh, you?
0: His... Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. What are you? No, to... uh, what are you working on like right this second? Anything coming up? You got uh,
2: I got uh, we got a, a Reno 911's uh, got a uh, a Christmas movie coming out called uh, It's a Wonderful Heist. Uh, and that'll okay. be coming out in uh, December at some point. Did he give me a date? Um, well, that'll be fun. And that was great working with Mary and uh, and Tom and, and Carrie and, and all those guys. Uh, so that's that's the next thing that's coming up and other than that honestly, it's uh, you know it's the grind and like you and I talk about I this all the time, you think you know you, you get a show for eight years and it was great. Um, grateful for it but it doesn't you're only as good as your you know last job you know oh, yeah. and so uh, that's just how it works. That's so, exactly you know, we'll
0: how, see. That's how Aaron Rodgers feels right now. You know, you, nobody cares about the past. You got to win now. I mean, I care. Well, well the thing is, being she that everyone Joe, everyone that Joe knows uh, is, writes, directs, and produces, and none of them, uh, of course, have cast me. And I'm okay with that. I can handle that because I'm waiting for the bigger <laughs> project. Okay? That's right. But it turns out rumor has it, Joe. Rumor has it. And I am yeah. just going to tease it a little bit that perhaps – Jimmy Palumbo may be involved in hiring you for a
2: Wait a second. for
0: something that is near and dear to our hearts. Um we it's Get it's out of here. it's it's uh Is, is uh, that something that's happened or something that Well, um... it's listen, I I it's I I just trying to tease it. Rumors are swirling around my headquarters right now. The media is outside waiting. <laughs> um I will the only tease I will say is I'm pretty sure you won't have to puke in what we're involved. Hey with. now, but okay. still, okay, may, may maintain some of the same characteristics. I'm like not sure. Hey, <laughs> so, listen, I think we still have
2: the recipe for that fake puke. So you yes, know, puke. If we have to make it happen. And listen, you know, then we'll I will happen. get
0: my 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 stuff is authentic. I will get the actual of the rhythm, recreation. The of that, but I don't want to mention <laughs> any names, you know, I don't can no sense you saying, anything. Can, can we you I, get any, anything? Well, I, no. Listen, I know a lot of my, a lot of my fans are, are you know, they're big on Cobra Kai. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I've had, I've had Mary Bird song on Joe LaTrulio. I've had Anthony Mastromaro on the producer oh, of the movie. Boy. I didn't have Frank Sebastiano on yet. He mm-hmm. might come. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might come on well, soon, soon enough. enough Mr. Uh, DeSando. I had Anthony DeSando will be coming on shortly. Uh, I had Artie Lang yeah. on the show. I'm just saying I can't reveal what we're doing, but there's maybe something <laughs> um exciting going on in your life, Joe. Um, it'll well, probably it might be enough where maybe you can paint the bathroom, the amount of money you'll make on this, <laughs> <but> <laughs> certainly not replace any. I may get two two partitions. <laughs> you to stand might behind. get two, you might get two partitions. <laughs> get dressed I, in. Yeah. Yeah. Or you'll be just hanging out in your rental car right? <laughs> or your Uber driver will be or behind of, the tree. You see that big tree over there? You can change right behind that there. I Good. know I can, I can work with my people because we were, we've been in the trenches before we'll do it that's again. Right. Damn it. That's right. But, uh, uh, no doubt. Uh, so that's uh, my little tease on that. But listen, Joe, I can't thank you enough for coming on yeah. everybody. Joe me Latrulio. Me now you have, love being what here. is your, what is your Instagram? All that? Uh, at, uh, at Joe Uh on Instagram, at Joe Latrulio. Uh, that's okay. my name yeah so everybody look him and, up look out for his movie outpost yeah. uh which will be yeah. coming on somewhere i'm uh, sure next, eventually next week
2: or next year hopefully
0: yeah and uh and i think that i think in 2013 it's going to be the year that jimmy palumbo finally uh gets cast by the state members that's what we're that's here right for. you know
2: what and, we uh, gotta we gotta write something for you timmy <laughs> Especially for
0: you, yes. You're maybe a scene. It. Maybe a scene with you know, like uh, you know, maybe me and your wife have a scene. You know what I'm saying? That's where right. I could just, right. right. <laughs> just say, "Oh my God, that's the girl from Orange Is the little Black." Please <laughs> tell your wife I said hello. I he will hold kid. All right, everybody, say goodbye to Joe Latrullio and thank you. Thanks, for everybody. Coming thanks, on. Jimmy, Thanks, you. Chris.
1: Thanks for having me, going, bud. Thanks you for Thanks for coming on.
0: All right, that was Joe Latrulo. <laughs> that was really cool of him, man. he yes. I love talking to him. He's been on so many cool shit and uh tons of stuff and i love that stuff so now we have to we have to kind of reverse gears chris and go back to the beginning of our show that we normally do and uh i'll be, i guess we'll we have a few more minutes um well i gotta talk about rutgers which of course that's a joke in itself um i'm on this rutgers football page on facebook and i don't know if anybody any of them tuned in but and I go on there and I'm sometimes when Rutgers loses and you know, this Chris, if you're on a, I'm sure you're on Packer boards. Is there nothing worse when somebody is too positive? Like they're like, Oh my God, the quarterback did great. He's man. I'm like, I, I watched the game. I didn't think he did good though. Right. I don't like, it doesn't mean you're not a fan. It's just like, you're pissed. And I always say, I always need 24 hours to decompress, but we post stuff within 24 hours. And they were like busting my balls. And one guy was like, "Who is this guy?" And I'm like, I finally had to put a post out there saying, "Hey, calm down." I was on the cover of Rutgers magazine. I had a season tickets since 1983. Like the family goes to every game. I've I was on Scott Farrell's show barking about Rutgers when nobody else in the country was. Uh, I've met all the guys. Uh, I'm just not one of those fans. I'm getting tired, man. I'm 57 years old. I've been watching Rutgers for 40 years. And yeah, I want, I want, I want the quarterback to be a little bit better than he is. I know he's young; he's got a long way to go. And we got, we got, we got no receivers and all that stuff. I get all that, but you know what? It's okay to be a little bitter when you lose uh, one, one, you're one and five in the last six games. And um, but I'm, I'm just a little down on him. I don't know. Then hoop started and we're three and zero, and maybe it's like ah, the football team. But I am totally pro Big Ten. Best thing Rutgers has ever done. So anybody that says. If I got to hear one more Rutgers fan say, you know, they, they should have joined the Big Ten, killing them. They what are we going to do? If we can't draw against Penn State and Michigan, I, I, you really want to go to the Rutgers-Fordham game and the Rutgers-Colgate game? You know what I mean, Chris? It's like the Big Ten was a good thing, and Rutgers does very well in the Big Ten. Let me put this out there. Rutgers got into the Big Ten. There's a big article in the New Jersey Papers about it right now. We got into the Big Ten because of television money. Okay, because when you put a Rutgers game on, it's not Iowa. It's not Nebraska where nobody lives. There's people here. And Rutgers does very well in the ratings. They've made money for every school in the Big Ten. (laughs) I don't want to even our football team. And in the beginning, we all sucked. Every sport sucked. Now there's only one or two sports that haven't done anything. uh, And they're all each one of them is either middle of the pack or, in fact, like the soccer team, who just won the Big Ten tournament. The sports teams are really coming along across the board. And that's a that's a I'm getting excited now. I'm banging my computer. And that's a wonderful thing. And the money will be coming in soon when the full check gets cut. And playing USC and UCLA and New York and LA market. But I still want to win more football. I just do, man. I'm just sick of those Saturday afternoon rides back home from the stadium. It's not really.
1: going to get any better anytime soon in terms of the football.
0: I, I, yeah, I think it. I it's think it will not. get. I think it will get better. I don't think it. I don't think it can get worse. To be honest with
1: you, I mean, yeah, um, it could get better in terms of they might flirt with a bowl every couple seasons, but I don't think all. being being there, they're they're not they're not going to threaten. They're to not going to go twelve and zero, yeah, not, no. not
0: unless they realign. If they realign and get us out of that, you know, where well, we got to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State every year, it'd be different. But Anyway, I still I still believe in Rutgers. I think the next two games are going to struggle. Now, the Hoops team is 3-0. Got to love that. Um, they got to win all their shitty games. Um, and if they win all their lousy games and play tough in the Big Ten uh, conference, I think I still am holding to the 20 and 11. I'm sticking to that. I don't know. The schedule's tough. That middle of January and February, there's some of those road games, Chris, at Iowa at Wisconsin. Those are nasty games. I don't care. Even 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 like Michigan, I think Michigan was the best team in the conference, or Ohio State was. They don't like to go at Iowa in hoops on a Tuesday night. It's 10 degrees outside. (laughs) The fans are all wearing that yellow. It's like, those are tough games. And playing at the rack is tough as well. I've seen, you know, we bounced a couple of teams out. But it's still fun. It's great. I'm enjoying the young kids running around there. And hopefully this kid, Cam Spencer, will be good, blah, blah, blah. Little shout out to my buddy Mark Mark Margagliata. I gave him my tickets and my brother's tickets. He took his kid there, and how wonderful to send him to a basketball game. And the little kid saw his first victory the band screaming, everybody jumping around. Uh, So Rucker's Hoops has got it going on. It's exciting. That being said, my Knicks stink. Uh, I I can't, I'm getting down on the very down on the Knicks. There's just a bunch of guys running around. I don't know what's going on. There's There's no system, as my father used to say. There's no system here. That's exactly what it is. But we'll turn ourselves to the football Giants and Christopher. It's just a good time to be a Giant fan. Look, I know every Giant fan I know knows that the Giants aren't that good. Okay. But there is this wink, wink thing like, yeah, it's mid-November. We're still saying we're not good, but we're seven and two. We took care of business. Houston stinks. And uh, the game was, the Giants just ran the ball, which is everybody hates it, but I loved it. It's like, why? just, Just run the ball, burn the clock and go home um and i thought it was great the nfc stinks and um now anyway and uh i was aggravated that kadarius tony caught four balls with the chiefs and a touchdown uh i think that'll go down as one of the worst trades the giants have ever made because i kept on saying when he's when he's not when he's healthy he's open on every play and i think mahomes is going to find him big time unless he gets hurt but i'm pissed about that your packer game i watched it um you were right about McCarthy. He's just – he just seems to – he seems always be in the middle of these games and he blows them at the end. It's, it's uncanny. It's happened a lot. Pack yeah, is really... there was
1: two minutes to go in that game. and I looked over at my father and I said, you know, you know, I, I just know McCarthy's going to do something here to give us another – chance, a better chance to win. And yeah. he sure as hell did. That's for yeah, sure. So, Got to kick that field goal right there. I don't care what. It's overtime. It's fourth down. You're in field goal range. The, the, uh, the rule is kick it. I don't care.
0: I agree. I agree with that. Normally, I would say go <laughs> for it, but not that. Not, not you can't. You got to at least give no the way. ball back to Aaron Rodgers and say got to get in the end zone. Uh, you give the ball when you give the ball back to Brady and Rodgers, and they only need a field goal to win the game. You are playing like it's a craps. You're playing against the table, if you ask me. Uh, and that brings us to since we're talking about the NFL, Jimmy Palumbo's NFL Stinks List. Now I know my ratings are going through the roof because everybody wants to hear the stink list and it's sponsored by cornhole level.com. That's right. This is the most awesome thing for cornhole players. <clears throat> if you have a cornhole uh, board in your backyard, Chris, and it's all leveled wrong and it's, it's a mess. And, and the things are sliding off the back cause it's not angled enough. You hook this little thing onto the hole there and you level it up, down to fro all around They're nineteen 1995. You get two of them. They're stocking stuffers load up for Christmas Get ready for your barbecue, because I know, Chris, you are not the kind of guy, if you ever had a barbecue and you had cornhole in the backyard, a lot of ifs there, I know. You would be embarrassed if I showed up and the boards were not level. Do you agree with me on that? Of course. And what would you do? You would put your cornhole leveler on there? because. Well, I already have,
1: you know, me, Jimmy, I already have, like, Seven of these things. Yeah, but you're around. probably giving them away
0: because you know they, they're they're going like hotcakes. They're 1995. You get 20 percent off your entire order by putting in JP Show or Chop Sports. Um, these things are awesome. They're really cool. It really is a it's a gag gift. It's a real gift, um, and it's really fun. Especially me, I hate cornhole to bust balls with. So um, it's awesome. And that brings us to, I guess it's week ten. That's I haven't labeled as ten. The stinks list. I'm going to hold off on, uh, I'm going to start off with the AFC East. I'm going to hold off on one team for my Patreon subscribers. The New York Jets, good. Buffalo Bills, good. The Patriots upgraded to average. Baltimore Ravens, good. Bengals, average. Browns and Steelers, stink. Tennessee Titans are now good. Giants beat them. And the Colts have been upgraded here at Shea, and it's a big one, to average average. Saturday gets the win. Everybody's busting this guy's balls. He gets the win. I don't care how he got it. It doesn't matter. The Jaguars and Houston Texans stink. Kansas City Chiefs will remain at very good, of course. Now the rest of the division, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, they stink. Now, Philadelphia Eagles, I've had it very good for a while, but I watched the game last night, Christopher, and they are downgraded to good. And I started thinking, we got way ahead of ourselves with the Eagles here. Everybody, calm down. Okay. Maybe
1: you're maybe you're getting way ahead of yourself. No, no, no. By saying have, that everyone got way ahead of themselves. Well, listen, eight and one is they eight got beat. One.
0: They got beat by an average team in a lousy game. Yes, me. Um, bad football. I think. Yeah. People because that's disagree. the first
1: time, a first time ever that a really good team lost to an average team within their division yeah, okay, on primetime. Okay. It's okay. like standard operating time. procedure in the first NFL. Of all, Philly is a very good team. There's Listen, no debate on that.
0: I thought the giants are seven and two. I could have made the giants a VG a very good, but I didn't, I kept the giants that good. Cause I think the giants are a good team. They're not very good. And they're they're above average. So I gave them a good, and I upgraded the commanders to average for being the Eagles. What I love about this man, it's a tall order for the giants to win a division. I get it, but I love that they completely control their own destiny. And that hasn't happened since 1985. Um, all you got to do is beat the Eagles twice, beat the Cowboys, and you'll probably win a division. Now, Minnesota Vikings, very good. I still have Packers, Lions, and Bears as stink. I'm not uh, The Packers, though, I'm going to keep an eye on because they still have Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. That means they still have one bullet in the chamber. And whenever you have Aaron Rodgers and he's healthy, he's got a bullet in the chamber and he can shoot you. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I upgraded to average because they have Tom Brady, and they're 5-5 five and five now. Falcons, Panthers, Saints stink. Seahawks are down to good, or they're remaining good. 49ers average, Arizona and the Rams stink. And that leaves us with the Miami Dolphins. This is tough, Christopher, because I looked at it, but then I look at the teams they played. Now, they didn't beat a lot of teams by a lot. Some they did, and the quarterbacks got it going on. I have the seven and three Miami dolphins from stink to average to good. They are very good. You just don't want to play the dolphins right now. I've upgraded them to very good, not for Mike Lawler because he gave me my Patreon, uh, but I think the Dolphins aren't going to give them very good. Let's see how long they last.
1: Yeah, the Dolphins so, yeah. are 7-0 this year in games that their quarterback started and finished. They're, there you go. They lost, they lost the two games he didn't start, and they lost the game that he got knocked out in the second quarter. So There you go.
0: I totally agree. So I give them the very good, and if the Giants win next week, it'll be interesting, but every game the Giants play, they could lose. So it's 15 stinks uh, down from 17 last week. Averages is 6, which is down from 8 the goods up from two to eight and very goods three. So it's 15 stinks, six average, eight goods and three very goods. The world famous Jimmy Palumbo stinks list sponsored by cornhole Now, Chris, uh, we got to be quick here because we're running out of time. Um, TV shows. I know you've been busy. I, I, I have one of my favorite shows is the crown. So it came on and I had to binge it. Um, And I know you're not a fan of the crown, but that's okay. Um, I, I loved and hated this, this, this season. Number one, there was too many private conversations in the show that, you know, couldn't have happened or you don't know if they happened. So they took a lot more, um, freedom and liberties, but I will tell you, I couldn't keep my eyes off this, uh, actress playing Diana. She's way hotter than the real Diana is. And she's like, this girl's hot. Um, and, uh, the other problem I had was the guy playing Prince Charles is the guy who played the guy in the affair. And the affair was about scandal and the guy, she has the affair causes all this turmoil. And then he's playing Prince Charles who also had an affair to me. It was like, they, they should have got another actor as good as he is in it. He's very good. And he's a great actor. That guy, I just, I couldn't get the affair out of my head, which, you know, it's like if you hire Gilligan from Gilligan's Island, you know, just sit right back and you hear a tale. Um, I also think it's too current, the show, um, as much as I love it. And I watched the whole season. I like when you learn about history stuff when I wasn't around or I was too young for now, like uh, the Diana stuff, I've read enough about it. I've seen it on CNN and blah, blah, blah. It also is sad to me because number one, the queen is gone. And I think that's a big reason why the crown was a success. Cause you're watching this and then you're going, this lady is still the queen. This is nuts. But now with the Diana, the queen's gone. And so anything she does, like, ah, you lady's dead. What do you got? She just died. And also the Diana story, forget about the bullshit with Charles and all this different crap she went through. Like she died in a car accident, escaping from paparazzi. Like it's sad. And to me, it affects the show. When you see the, the character, you're like, oh man, what, what would have happened? It's been 20 years or so. What what, what would have Diana become? Would, would she had like made a comeback like Camilla did? Would she would have been... Like what would have been her world? All the good deeds she was doing. It was very depressing to me knowing that she's dead. That affected the show. Um, The other thing is Yellowstone. That I had to watch. Are you a Yellowstone fan, Chris?
1: I've been trying to because I've heard nothing but really good things. But to me, it's just like I watched the first couple episodes and it was just like, wow, I feel like I've seen this before on other shows. And
0: stick with it. Stick with it. Um, The only thing that annoyed me is the Beth and Jamie character. Beth is one of the best characters on TV except it's so one sided she's and like kicking. where
1: where are all the police officers like how how that's innocent. the one thing that gets me is it's like how is it all happening
0: there's a little bit of uh you got to turn a blind eye to, to some stuff just because it's in um,
1: like the, there would be uh, the FBI the tabloids would be like yeah, if all that was happening it? in one place it would be on it would be that, like well, the insane it, thing First ever. of all, it's
0: a, it's a TV show. Right, so thanks. you got you to turn a blind eye to that. Wait, um, it, I get, a I get it, though. You, you, make a good, you make a good point. Uh, I also think the Beth character is too one way. She's really owns this, her brother, Jamie. And he, he, he he's like defenseless. So uh, part of me is like, in order for this to work, he has to punch back and land one. Like, hey, Jamie, you know, you're not, uh, you know I hate Beth. You're not so, you know, you don't have it all. And also... The show White Lotus on HBO. I can't get enough of this crazy. I don't know why I like this show. The acting is great, but it's the weirdest friggin' show. You have no idea. It's one of those shows you you watch it and you're like, I have no idea who's gonna die. Is anybody gonna die? What happened? Where is the episode going? It's all. It's nuts to me. So I like the show White Lotus. I can see how people hate it. I think it's like it's one of those shows. You're like, the hell's going on here? So I dig that kind of thing. I'm also knee deep in rehearsal, Chris, for the Nutcracker. I mean, uh, ticket sales are brisk because Jimmy Palumbo, the guy from Friends, is, re- is, is bringing back his role of dad, of family number four, into the Nutcracker in downtown Oakland, New Jersey, next Saturday at 6.30 and Sunday at 12.30 and 6.30. And I'm performing with the great Natalie Joan, which is her stage name. And uh, I'm having a blast. It's a lot of work though, man, four or five hours doing NFL Sunday. It sucks. You try to watch the game on your phone and shit. Uh, and we've got a bunch of giant fans and years past the Giants stunk. So nobody cared about watching the game. Now the giants are pretty good. So like, it's annoying, um, but it's worth it. I love it. Love being with my daughter at the rehearsals. A lot of work for the dads though. We got to load stuff in vans, trucks. It, it, it's like a, a lot, of, a lot of work that goes into this stuff. A lot of volunteering, Um, And we got to talk about Pine Tar Bar and Grill, Christopher. 121 South Main Street, Forkett River, New Jersey, 609-489-4286. You got to go to this place. My buddy Tommy owns it. It's on 121 South Main Street. Go check it out. Go to pinetarbargrill.com. They got TVs, college football, baseball, football, soccer. There's TVs all over the place. They got karaoke. They got bands. Some really big bands play there. The food is awesome. Go check it out. Highly recommend it. Um, and the last thing is, I'm shooting a film tonight, Christopher. A film called Checked Out, this little uh, little film slash series going on. So it's a booking, and bookings are to be cherished. And um, the uh the director of this uh, thing I'm doing tonight. I'm not going to tease. It is involved with the possible tease thing we've been teasing, so that's also exciting. I'm merging. I'm putting it all together, Chris. It's all coming together like like the football giants.
1: Is that when you, when you were asked, was that one of your stipulations? Say I'll come. I'll I'll do it. But nah, Listen,
0: nah, what? No, nah? I didn't say anything about beer too. Uh, did I, Chris? Oh, no, nah, you didn't. What, what? You didn't. So we. uh, I'll be working with him, Tom Baldinger, and. Uh, which should be really funny. And uh, so it's always good to be back on a set. Uh, Thrilled to death. It's a night shoot. So I'll be up till probably three in the morning in Somerville, New Jersey. It's a movie called checked out. The show went a little long, Chris. uh, I just want to give also a shout out. I know um, you guys are over at the Mojo app, which is awesome. And your daily show still going on two or three times a week, which is cool. And also we got some news about a possible uh, streaming thing, which is exciting. We haven't uh, put um, put all that together yet. As a matter of fact, I'll be talking to you right after the show for a couple of minutes. And um, so that's it. The Jimmy Palumbo Show. Thank you, Joe Latrulio. Thank you to his lovely wife who's on Orange is the New Black. She's one of my favorite characters on that show. And thanks to Chris Gucci and everybody else, my Patreon sponsors. I love you. And to Roger Mayer and Michael Wood and Matt Crouch, who are listening, um, and Nick Amico getting involved here. Uh, and uh, that's about it. Hopefully the Giants will sign Aaron Judge soon so we can move on from that debacle. And uh, I'm wearing my 18-1 and Super Bowl hat, which was purchased before we beat them. And uh, that's it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. And I will see you later.